We're back, Mr. Gavin Cameron. How did you do a podcast? Episode three of the new season. Um, got my guy, my first guest on the visuals. I've had other guests before. Hi, brother. I did it before, Mr. DJ Firestar. Thank you for coming down, making the journey all the way from Peterborough um, down to the office. You've been there before, right? I have. We've recorded it before. You know what I mean? That's the crazy thing that you just say. We've done so many podcasts together. But now it's actually on my platform as opposed to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels good. I said that yeah. to you. Do you know what I mean? Normally, I'm the one stressing about what we're doing and I'm just here, man. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I just wanted to get you down here because I think it's important to shine the light on people like you. I've got a few people like you in my circle. And it's just amazing to be able to have people doing amazing things in the, in the music business. Our boy's about to be an author. Just crazy. Cold. Yeah, he man. Drops his book. Um, and I just wanted to let people know about the journey. I know, so I'm going to ask you stuff. You yeah, know, man. You know, but um, obviously, when we met, you was um, a student at the University of Derby. That's where we met. We were both students. Sort of. <laughs> I was registered as a student. <laughs> the amount of lectures I went to, it was a bit, a bit interesting. So, yeah, and then we start, I started doing the events. Knew you as a DJ. I don't even know how I knew you as a DJ. Like that—that's a great. Like, I don't. I, I think we just had. When I think about Derby and being at uni, and I've been asked this before. Obviously, I was DJing from before I came to uni, yeah, of and I took it to first Nottingham for a year where I was. Yeah. And then I left Notts, came to Derby, and then like all of us who were there, we were just hustling to put on from the jump or get on, get on, put on. However, for me, obviously, I done I done music before. I went to Derby as well, but, but for me, it was just a fact that there was nothing there. Mm, mm. That's how we got started, like with our little group that, that you come and worked with in the end. But like, it was just a fact that there was you go to these raves and they were playing the the, clothes, the hardest music, like the most gutter music you'd get was Justin Timberlake. Mm, mm, mm. I couldn't live with that. I was thinking I'm going to be here for how many years. When I when I think about that time, I think the game changer was I think I was. My only avenue or the way I knew to get on was to hustle with the uni and whoever I knew was the promoters there. So if you remember, we spoke about this before, but obviously there was um, Gatehouse, right? And again, there was a couple of DJs on and all the time it's a hustle to get on, but I got on now and then. Now Derby was so small that the beauty of it was that one room had all the man them in there. And the people in there became mandem. Yeah, yeah. Hence, look how many years further on we're here now, right? But that room, that room, that that, <laughs> that room is dear to a man's heart, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, of course. the hustle to play there. I think, to, I think that venue getting shut down was that was the beginning of the end for the Derby nightlife, as far as I knew. Mm-hmm. And people might that were there before probably say, but definitely for our era, like the people that started there in 03. It's definitely that was oh, three. Yeah, Jesus, man. man. It's mad. Saying to um, Zach, who works with me, like, I think um, he sent me he sent me a picture of a text message that was like from 2013, some funny thing on Facebook. He said it's not it's not mine, by the way. And I was like, I can tell because 2013, you were still in school. This yeah, yeah, yeah. ten years out of uni, bro. It's crazy, but I digress. But yeah, it's just I feel like you. Getting into the scene in Derby and doing what you did was a bit like looking back is just you showing who you are. 
So I'm going to try and get out today is with your tenacity. I think that's what the most value you can bring to the audience is that when you got to Derby and you was like, I need to get in with these promoters, to this day where you're doing things like the um, the podcast, um, Influential Records, check out Influential Records on Spotify. Um, but when you're doing all that, how, what's your mindset? Like, because you're, you're a man that doesn't, doesn't quit. <laughs> and you're not, it's not even like you're not, you're doing it with just with random people or people that are a bit low key. I remember watching the Instagram live with um, Princess Nine not too long ago. And she was talking to Anthony, who I know from back in the day, Zalowski's manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you was on there and you must have asked a question. And they said, yeah, it's Firestar, the most tenacious guy in the game. That's what yeah, you're known yeah, as, yeah, yeah. big players in the yeah. music industry. So, just what what is it that made you like that? Why are you like that? Right. And what, <laughs> and what does it get? No, I, I want to. So, people need to I think the first thing about that is like, um, I don't even know where to start with it. What I can say is that it that approach. Yeah. I don't know any other way. Me personally, I don't know any other way. But, um, thanks. But, um, it, it leads, as you know, and people might not know because they just see, they don't see the other side of it. But it, it does go, that approach can go one of two ways. <laughs> you know what I mean? It can go wrong on occasion. But when you talk about occasion, the success rate is easily more favorable and has led to. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, so, so when we're talking about t- being tenacious or t- being persistent, yeah. it's just that it's the point where a normal person, as you know, would say, all right, it's not happening. Yeah. Like, this ain't an option. Like, it's not going to work. Before, before you carry on, so, that, just on. give people an idea. Because obviously, the maddest thing about him, people that really, really know us, probably think it's a bit mad that we even sat here and we've got the relationship we've got now where we speak uh, facts because there's periods where we were at each other's throat <laughs> things were very similar yeah. if you're looking back here but it was one time that made me realise again looking back this guy does not care if it means he's going to get what he wants No No Wait okay the club I was working at No No Wait doing marketing and promotion yeah 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 and we hadn't spoken for a while we thought that was some stupidness now looking back we ain't spoken for a while and I'm, you must have been trying to do whatever you was trying to do in Derby at the time. And then I just see an email pop up in my inbox, DJ Firestar. And you pretty much said, for fuck's sake, like this is long, but they've said I need to speak to you. This guy does not care. Like with me, that's I've got too much pride for that shit. If it was all the way around, I'm gonna like fuck it. Like, no, but it because you must have called them and they said, Yeah, this guy called Gavin's running it, and obviously. You worked out it was me, but you still went for it. So how how do you put pride? Because that's no, but not all. Yeah, no, no. That instance, you're right. You have to kind of swallow your pride. And even when people are telling you no, no, no. Yeah, but that's different, and it still exists now. Where that frustration in the industry, I've actually got to a point where it's not about swallowing pride. Like it's it's different now, in the sense of like, yes, I'll get the nose, and I'll still push and ask the questions but i ain't forgot the people that have not acknowledged the people who there is people in position that 
do make things difficult, do block mm. and all them things there. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, so there's still situations now where certain men have not helped. So there's, I don't want to go to them to swallow my pride of how I'm feeling because it's like too much has been accumulated. Now, them times, the frustrations like we fell out over something. We don't, I don't even remember what it was. So you being in position and me having to tell a man that's studying with me, it's repatchable. Like, yo, bro, look, I want to get on. It happens. And sometimes things, you know, you, you get older, you become wiser to it and you view things different now like as much as there's when you're doing all of this stuff by yourself whether it's your business everyday life all the hustle in this game you take things personal you, you know you just can't help it um and i still very much do but i also know that it does come around full circle it's a very this this game like everyone knows everyone as well so sometimes it's better to like you can be you can be pissed, but just right. just hold it to yourself because if if you maybe react how man would have reacted back then, which in our case it was I came to you and we we worked it out. But people have sat, to be fair, if you didn't send that email, we probably wouldn't be sat here. No, but hear what I'm saying. But them times there, a complete other comparison to that is um, in Derby, we there was people in power. Who'd always block man? Yeah. We could say the names. We don't have to say the names. Whatever, it don't really matter to me anymore. You probably more matters to you. If you hold that more than me because you know them and you speak about them, right? That's long gone for me. But I would have never swallowed my pride for them, man. You, do you see what I mean? So it was always in me. Like it's just how you approach things. But in terms of like, does it matter what the actual goal is? You actually weigh it up in your head. Is it worth? Do you know what? Like, is it worth like sucking up or whatever you want to call it, swallowing your pride to get? To that. When you're in somewhere like when you're trying to get on, which is what it was then. I'm still man's still trying to get on now, really. Yeah. Every kind of conversation is like you want to play, you want to like, get on. I seen a saying the other day, like you climb a mountain, once you get to the top, it's just another mountain waiting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of what it is. But to get on them times, it was such a small hub that we were in mm. that it's like there was no other way but to like let me play by any means necessary and then slowly it was like i felt like there was a bit of a i don't want to say following i want to say like man them like an army that was full man you know what i mean then we start then look where we where it went from there because yeah there was you know eight there was gatehouse but then we end up running our own parties bro like remember the blush the comedy show real comedy shows and the thing is, we all, we did, we had like a fraternity because we all, we done something with, you was playing. Like your name was one of the first on the flight, which made sense. And it was, yeah. it was a family thing, which again, obviously probably helped push your name because the more names you can, the more flyers you can have your name on, like any DJ. Or yeah, them times there, bro. Flyers. I tell people this all the time. Flyers were like, people won't even understand. Like when your name was in print on a physical flyer, it's still gas mark million Massive. for man. But I had flyers, yeah. Back in the day, I got flyers. Somewhere in this world, there's flyers with my name on it with Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have them no more. Like, they just got thrown away and that hurts me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like having a classic vinyl and it just, you get lost, you know what I mean? But here's what it is. But yeah, you've gone, we can talk about back in the day for ages, but I think 
what people are going to want to really know now is that, for example, you interviewed Usain Bolt, who's absolute legend. For me, I don't know any sports star in the world that's bigger than him. I think his name's bigger than Ronaldo and Messi and the likes of that, personally, because my parents are Jamaican, probably. But for you to be sat in the room with this guy must have been massive. We spoke about it briefly, but again, what was it? The process. Yeah, yeah. How the process. From, where, where would you say? You, obviously, we got, obviously, it started from when you first picked up a, a, a vinyl or something. Mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. But that particular conversation, where would you say? The first How did it come about? Yeah, because that's not normal. People don't do that. No, but what people need to know is that, like... Bearing in mind, sorry, I just want to add before you tell the story. We're not talking you did that because you worked with the BBC. You mm-hmm. worked with the BBC. It wasn't because one of the artists put you on. This was no. you on your platform yeah. by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to sit down and spoke to... And a lot of the... The majority of the hustles yeah. have always been that way. Even when you worked with a big brand. Even when Mam was on the BBC, they weren't getting... They weren't... My shows were, were all me. It was me calling the people I wanted to call, me wanting to be hands-on. And we're talking, like, Bolt's obviously one was on yours, but even when you was on BBC, you had Sean Paul. Swizz. Fabulous. Fab was on Influential Records. We had the whole UK heads coming Dizzy through. Like, uh, Dizzy, uh, Ambush. Anyway, loads. And none of them, you put them all on. So what, let's take the Usain Bolt one. Like I said, that's yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Step one, what was that? You know what people need to know is that like, it's like a catalogue of your whole, all the little, all the little events and the little interviews that you think are little. They're all, it sounds cliche, but it's all a CV. It's all just builds up, builds up, right? So you do a Swizz, then the gate opens to do a fab. I know we're talking about Bolt, but Swizz comes through again, like, connects that as difficult as it is the approach the persistence when it goes wrong and people ain't fucking with you mm. there is people that are fucking with you, yeah, 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 got you. and if the energy is right like again to get to bolt you got to go back so i talk about swizz the only reason i was able to talk to swizz was because i found myself backstage on tour with gigs in Manchester, sitting in a room on the third day of the tour, lost my voice, barely can speak, gigs in the changing room, whatever, whatever. A lady comes in, sits down, she's American, starts talking to me, asking me about the tour, blah, blah, blah. Proper taking interest. Yeah. And I'm proper like trying to talk to her. You don't know who she is. I don't know who she is. I'm trying to talk to her. And my voice is gone. We're laughing about it, blah, blah, blah. She leaves. Three weeks later, I find out I was talking to Swiss Beats' manager. The convoy was that real and genuine that when I found out who... She was Swiss Beats' Yeah, she was Swiss Beats' manager. Yeah. Um, I didn't find her on... I didn't know who she was. Yeah. <clears throat> so I eventually found the socials. Straight away, hit her, said we were talking in, in Manchester. From that moment on, relationship was built there. They called me out to New York to go to, to watch Summer Jam. Um, and then they gave me time with Swizz. So, I've got time with Swizz, I do the interview on BBC, blah, blah, blah. Then, when I'm approaching, again, hustling, I've always wanted to talk to Fab. Fab's like one of my favourite artists. One of my favourite artists of all time. And I've reached out. And 
I might reach out to an email. This is, this is where the pers persistence thing comes in. I might reach out to an email, like, with Fab, and you might not hear nothing for a bit. Most people just give up. But you follow it up, like, a while after, a while after. That came through. That, instead of a quick 10-minute conversation, turns into an hour plus. What, I just want to dig down. Like, what do you mean a while after that? Like, what actually happened? Did you send another email? No, but... I, the reason why I said uh, the reason why I wanted to jump is because I want to get to to bolt, and it's a very similar oh. situation. But the bolt one is just even more funny because with Fab there was a bit of discussion with one of his managers. You know, it was never kind of completely dismissed, even though communication was like you kind of thought you were getting buoyed, but you never really knew. And then that came through. Suddenly, you're talking to a man for an hour plus. It's like an in-depth interview. I'm, I can't believe what's like, happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's in his house talking to me and it's just mad. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. But then the Bolt thing's hilarious because in that time I've spoken to Sham. Yeah. And Sham's got a record with Bolt. And um, throughout this whole period, there was always a... Bolt was always on the list. There was a contact email for Bolt, his, his best friend, his manager. I've been hitting this email for a time, G. I told you the story. I've been hitting this email for time and I was getting nothing. Not even a reply, but just nothing. So I'm thinking, like, is he going to spam or I don't know, like, what's going on? I do the sham thing and I'm speaking to sham. What email do you reckon you sent to his manager? If you were to take it. Um, like, be, being honest, probably a five or six. But these are like uh, unsolicited emails with no reply back. But the reason I ask is what's crazy is you think it's going to spam. I'm just thinking, I don't know what's going on. But this is what, but logical people, I'm going to tell you from like... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, you see they're just boring the thing. Yeah, of course. Your, your head is like, nah, it's going to... No, maybe I'm telling myself that to make myself whatever, feel better. What, but whatever it is, I know, I'm not, I know I'm getting buoyed. Like, no one's getting back to me, innit? But you still try four, four or five times again. I still keep it polite. Like, still respectable. Like, at the end of the day, like, it, it is what it is. We do the sham thing. I say to sham towards the end, I'm trying to get bolt. Like, you know not heard anything back he goes i'm gonna i'm gonna connect you fam so all right cool what's, what's gonna happen next sham sends me the same email address i've been already hitting bro so i'm like we're fucked like i don't want to tell sham i've been buoyed like 10 times like do you know what i mean like i say all right cool thanks bro like say nothing i write a whole nother email again you know this time we spoke to sham blah 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 this now we wouldn't have got to that point if from trying to get Bolt, I could have given up. I could not even put, like, do you see what I mean? I could have not even mentioned it to Sham. I could have not even tried that extra time. Just so people know, Baby Sham is like one of the biggest dancehall artists. Legend. You know about dancehall, you know about Baby Sham. Legend. And yeah, he's got music that he's released because Bolt's got his own record. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's how the connection anyway, go. And then um, we've dropped the email to Bolt's management. And literally, bro, the guy like has now replied. I said, yeah, fam, we're coming. I told you, it was in August. I get a reply in August, early August. And they tell me, we're due in the UK in September. We're down. Literally, it was that, that the reply was that easy. But if you'd seen all of the emails before, you thought this is never happening. I never, ever is going to happen. And even still, when they said, he's coming in September, like we can do it. I'm not believing it until I'm sat with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm saying. And um, so 
yeah, that, that, that's the story, bro. Like, but having to keep emailing and trying to be upbeat about it, even though maybe inside it's disheartening because that's what happens. Like, and that happens with a lot of people, man. Sometimes it's not the right time. You know, it's not the right time for them. I mean, admittedly, you know, he had a project coming out. He wants to do stuff, but he don't have to do it with me. And it's like when man was speaking to Fab, his manager directly told me, I looked, you, I looked you up, I looked at the work, and he specifically told me, I saw the interview with Swizz. Now, no one put me on, to, no one plugged that. The managers read the email for face value. I'm telling him, look, man's spoken to Swizz. He's gone and looked. And you know the, the, biggest, the, the biggest thing about that, like, and this is something for people to take in, the Swizz interview on YouTube Ain't got no big views, bro. And that can be disheartening when you're trying to do something. We know that yeah. firsthand, yeah. right? So imagine we've done podcasts before. We've done our podcast. I'm not saying the views were shit. Nah, they're, they're cool yeah. for us. Yeah. But even still, when we started, you wanted that rapid. You, you was hungry for that figures, stats. I was more doing it Just for, for the vibes or whatever. But I understand, you like, two hours to beat to record you want to see something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but imagine now you've got superstars sitting with you and you ain't getting really views. I'm not saying it all been like that. There's been some big views on some other things, but the Swizz was via the BBC and is what it is, but- It's got all the elements that it should blow. It should blow. Yeah. It got coverage from where it needed to get coverage from the UK platforms. So love for that. But the actual YouTube on my channel, when Fab's people have seen that, the views are not big. So, you got to love them even more for like giving you the chance because they're like, no, we watched the conversation. So what I'd say to people is not only the persistence thing, but it's easy to get disheartened and you have to try and overcome that and just keep, if you believe in your thing, you just got to try and keep, keep banging it out. Okay. So when it, <clears throat> saying that then, when it comes to belief, because, again, I know your story. I know, like, there's been ups and downs. There's been times when you've been doing events and you've been killing it. Then, obviously, the pandemic was a tough one for you. We won't go into that too mm -hmm. much. But, like, you great... Um, what, what year was the gig store? Sorry, 2017, man. So then... April 2017. His first tour. So then, when was... What year was Gets' tour? tour uh, January 2019. That was when I went on with Gets. Did he do two in nine? No, he done one in 20 as well. Matthew, you're going to know him better than me, man. He's too heavy in the game now. I forget the stats, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he done one 19, 20, and then 20. That's three in the three. Like, he's killed it. He's yeah. the pandemic in between, the ratings still. Um, how, how does it feel like, looking back, even with now, obviously, the world's a bit crazy, mm -hmm. especially for the nightlife. You lot are just coming back out of the pandemic. Nightclubs are just opening up. I thought there's gonna have to be passports and all sorts of madness. <clears throat> when it's low, do you ever look back and look at what you've done? And I ask this because I think your answer is gonna be the same as mine. So, Jed, on a real, what, do you ever look? I think me personally, like I st struggle to like care about the achievements. Like, does that make sense? Like, because they're done. It's gone. Which is crazy because like, even when you got in the car, you were telling me how your mix was on one extra yesterday. Mm. 
And you're like, yeah. Well, you know what you said, that I don't want to repeat, but... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't make you feel like I've hit the jackpot. Where there's people that will be trying to do exactly what you're doing, and their pinnacle is getting on one extra. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll think at this point that that's, that's it, I've made it. But I think it's to do with the progress, but do you think that works against you? That you don't look back and think, look at what I've done. I think it's, no, it's good to know, but like an example is like more recently, I showed you when I got in the car, man's featured in DJ Mag, right? Massive achievement, personally. Like if I'm being real with you, like I'm bare happy about that. That's, that, yeah, yeah, the magazine's over there. It's like just over there, yeah. Let me show them that. You want to see it? Um, obviously, this is now, innit? This is like the now, innit? So obviously, like, it's... Man got the double page, you get me? <laughs> December. Yeah, yeah, show them the front cover so they can go cop a copy in their local news agent. So, is that for me? You can, I'm going to leave this one for you, man. Say nothing. Just make sure you leave it up here, yeah, you know, next to the GH album. And <laughs> yes. Um, but that's now, right? Now, the thing is, that's great now. But even within that feature, the topic is the journey. And going into that one, I was like, I didn't really want to talk too much about like the gigs tour. I didn't control the questions, right? Because I didn't want to look like, yes, that's a big achievement. Mm-hmm. No, it is. And it me and you know it me what it means to man. Like, but at the same time, like, it's old news to me inside. And like it doesn't, but what I forget is that for some people, that is the talking point, even five years on. No, uh, sorry, four years on. that They're asking me, how did that happen? Like, do you see what I mean? Do you know what's crazy? Sitting here listening to you, I see how people see me. Because I'll talk about things. I ain't been on tour with gigs, but I'll talk about things and people are like, oh my God. What are I <clears throat> and it's like, yeah, whatever. Because I'm so focused on tomorrow. But yesterday doesn't matter to me anymore. But at the same time, you need to understand, what I need to understand as well, is how that can inspire people. So I think it's important you tell these stories. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's not every like gigs is is gigs. Yeah. People are just happy to be in the same room as him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm like? I'm a super fan in it. Well, I'm in the back. I'm backstage with gets, and it's like I'm still on fanboy mode. Bearing in mind, my, my godson's about to go out on stage with this guy. These are calm, normal, like all this. I'm still in fanboy mode, 100. percent Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to be in your position where. Your it's like he's one one of your favorite rappers. That goes yeah, 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 hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the moment, I'd have been. I remember when you told me because again, he was like, "I don't believe this until I actually get on the tour." Yeah, was your basically your action? Yeah, but to actually do that and achieve it, and then just to speak on people, other people that are like you that come up listening to him or have known him since he's gotten to the level he's at now. That's huge, bro. But what we forget is that for us, we. We've done something and it's done. It's like on to the next one, like we're saying. But what we forget is that, like what I said earlier about the interviews and the journey, is it's all adding up. It's all stacking up. Now, in my head, I'm like, right, this, 
this thing should have been spoken about. For, why didn't they? Why didn't this come out in summer yeah. 2017? Like, yeah, but they still want to talk about it now. And you know why? It's only because the work in that time, the Bolt interview, yeah. the other articles, it's part of your story. It's now, isn't it? This is what has led to this now. So they're going to want to talk about the highlights. Mm. That is a highlight. For us, a lot of time has passed. But what you forget is that it's those, when you're looking, it, like, we do need to look back and like, take it in but when you're in it and because of everything's riding on what's next mm. you kind of and that's the bit people don't get and you just hit the nail on the head you're more focused on what's next because if you are you, you see it all the time people they do something like they go on tour with gigs and they want to talk about it and they sit back and do nothing nothing happens after that mm. you do. No, we're not re we're not retiring because yeah. we're in it exactly. so it's part of the process so it's a balance I'm gonna, I'm gonna try work it out, and I'll let you know how to find that <laughs> if I ever get it. Um, what, what would you say your your biggest achievement has been in music? Flipping heck. Um, two obvious things. I'm, I'm proud of the, the series, on Spotify. Yeah, because I think, um, I was. I've showcased that ability from early through various channels and even on the BBC, I showed my worth, it just the station, it weren't a match mm -hmm. in that sense. So to be able to take it, put it on Spotify, that's what I say in the magazine, like I was adamant that, um, and the people around me were adamant that, have your shit sitting on a platform where no one can kind of claim that it's theirs. It's yours. You've done it. Okay, so on Spotify, like, you you know, YouTube, yes. Yeah, but, YouTube, but if you went to go in, if I told you, oh, go and listen to my, go and w listen to my interview with Dizzy Rascal on BBC, you can't access that no more. Mm. You, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, it's listed on there, but it's not there no more. Okay. So to then be able to get Diz, to do an influential records, it sits on Spotify. Yeah. It's me in it. Like no matter right now, we've there's not been any new episodes for a while just because we're getting the next line of people ready. But at least when I go to an ASAP Ferg or I go to whoever next, like that. that, that I, I mean, you know, <laughs> that is listed there. That yo, this is what man. Look at what's been happening. So that's a big one, and that's gonna carry on because I just think, why, why wouldn't you carry on, bro? Like, it's your own thing. It was built from a place of like crisis last year, like straight up, and it's had incredible names on there, X, Y, Z. And then the other one is the tour, like the tour life or the couple of tours that I've been on. But you gotta go back to the gigs tour and that how important that is because was that your first tour? yeah, that was the first one. Just the opportunity alone, and like I say to many people, like the reason why it, it's a talking point is because you're talking about a, a rap legend. So no one can ever kind of dim that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That man took you, trusted you to run tune, and rates you running tune. Like, just, just so to give context, it wasn't a case of him you paying to get on the tour. 
No, 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 no. Relationships. You're coming. Yeah. I was going nuts, bro. He told me, listen, don't ask me no more fucking questions. But um, yeah, that's another important thing for people to know. As much as there's persistence and all that, like, I'm sure you've covered it or you say it all the time, but relationships with people you know what just genuine people man mm. when people showing you love just be kind in it be like, nice like and and they're not gonna forget that like how you treat someone they're not gonna forget bro like and it does come around 100%. full circle my, my business is built on relationships yeah. like, new or old ones like it's built on relationships and even my clients i try and maintain even when they get on my nerve like i try and maintain strong relationships with them because that's how you that's how you grow People think it's about doing people over and getting the most money. Like money's good, but money comes and goes. You see them relationships. I mean, did you watch the Kanye West drink chat? Yeah. And he was saying, basically, he wants to be in a position where he, his money's good nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. like really deep what he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be able to drive, he, he can go to Balenciaga with no clothes. And, and they're, him. they're giving him clothes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They give any city he goes in the world, you can live, you don't need money if you've got good relationships. Like, there's nothing more powerful. So, I rate, I rate. I rate that one. Even now, now quickly, I just want to say as well, even now that still happens to me, like in the sense of everything that man's done, you'd think people would look, think he must be earning mad money for everything he does. Bro, I still pick and choose opportunities. I did a party in London only two weeks ago through someone who I trust their recommendation. They were like, listen, this is going to be a good opportunity for you. The budget's a bit sticky. They're going to cover xyz but really you know it's not your fee or whatever but i trust that person so much that they said just go and enjoy yourself and i think you should do take the opportunity and play them times there bro like your whole day's gone you're not getting paid you're planning to go out of town you know you're parking you there's all the things that come with getting somewhere you're playing a set you're not it's not for monetary gain and the effect of that is afterwards it went well the people in the room i mean i tell you it was, it was someone's birthday party and i was on a stage so i couldn't even see a lot of the people that were down there but when i seen the highlights of the people that was in there stormzy was in in there buck was in there actors were in there this person that industry people whatever whatever but afterwards they're saying it was a sick night you know what i mean and then people remember so that's a huge look yeah that was crazy and it builds up man you're gonna you're gonna get that call and it's gonna be based off the work you've been doing so it's been like it's been a good chat to be fair it's inspiring it made me think when tough times just keep working basically keep doing what you gotta do man. and it's not always about the money it's about the progress and it's about the relationships you're building and whatnot well bro love dj mag you know i'm not even in like a geek but this this looks official yes yeah, the biggest you it's the biggest DJ flex like Top tier. Top, top tier, yes, I'm saying. Top tier. Yeah, yeah, love. DJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a big look, man. So I'm happy Double about topic. that. December. Double page spread into December 2021. Well, appreciate it. Love, my that. bro. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. Um, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll be back again very soon. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to your Spotify.